Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. Bunch shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to Attempt 2. Thank you to uh, Montana Opticom, whatever the company is here. They're getting a call from me for this crap that I'm having to put up with. Anyway, I have the world's worst internet. Apparently, all of a sudden, I guess somebody moved into the neighborhood and is uh, downloading a whole bunch of tentacle porn, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what's going on. Appreciate the your patience. The live chat was all over that before you. <laughs> oh, that joke was already made. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate your patience, chat. Um, and we'll just hop right into it. Most people know the rules. There's a link to the server in the, uh, in the YouTube description. Hop in, put your name in the roll call. We go first come, first serve. Patrons get priority. As always, you can send us an email, send us a recorded message, that sort of thing. We'll play them on the show if you can't get in live. And uh, if you are seeing some technical problems with the stream, do let us know. It looks like it's okay on my end right now, but, uh, you know, who knows? We're, we're the hamster that's running the internet over at the internet company around here is working overtime apparently. So we'll make do anyway, we're already behind. So, uh, let's just hop right into it. I was going to say, um, I was going to ask you how your Stefan Molyneux thing was, but, uh, we could save that for Sunday too. Okay. Well, you want to, you want to save it or you want me to talk about it? You talk about it and I'll pull in the first caller. Um, it went well. I mean, he was having some technical difficulties, like the call dropped probably four times and it's just like dropped frames out the ass. I mean, I don't know if that was my internet. Uh, his picture looked fine. So maybe it was my internet. Hmm. Uh, but otherwise the interview went well and it read a lot better than I remember it going. (laughs) So I was really thankful about that. Hello. Hey, what's up? Is this, uh, well, who is CNN? Is this Steph or is this someone else? Steph. What's going on, man? Uh, you know, I'm just missing my homie. You sound like you're in an underwater tin can or something. I'm in my car. Oh, don't, don't, no, no. No, that's that's okay. Is that legal in Costa Rica? Hmm. Well, stop and go traffic, so I'm not driving per se. Okay, so we're well within the confines of the law, I hope. (laughs) Uh, Well, the law here doesn't apply, so who cares? Oh, you're above the law. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What you got for us? Uh, I, I don't have any dead body stories. I just wanted to say, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of miss my, my, my America. And uh, I just want to talk to people from America. And that's why I'm here today. This is, your, this is your opportunity. When are you coming back? Like when you become a big, important doctor, are you going to come back? Well, I'm, I'm going to go visit my comrades in uh, December. What, your comrades? Wouldn't your comrades be in Costa Rica and your... I don't know. Your well, patriotic individuals would be here right now because oh. I'm like a living example of why multiculturalism doesn't work. I was born here, and I don't like the culture here. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, Fair enough. I just wanted to say, you know what? You guys are pretty cool, and I appreciate you. And uh, well, that's very thoughtful. America You're not drunk driving, yeah. are you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for gone. And uh, look forward to to future dead body stories. Bye. Later. Bye. <clears throat> okay. 
no no complaints technically technical wise doing good i hope nope normal cancer in the chat oh excellent good they're they're distracted and with chat um, you guys are disgusting i just want to say that what are, i would ask what they're talking about but i probably nope. don't want to know <laughs> okay let's uh oh steven's up next and actually we got uh we have a uh, super chat question left over on sunday from uh left over oh, from, from sunday Steven. from That's Steven. Right. so we'll talk about that at the end of the show okay Steven? No, he's hanging out. We'll let him hang out. He's probably got some uh, wine in his custom-made Beauty and the Beta wine <laughs> chalice. Oh, he got kicked out. Let's try bringing him back in one more time. Steven, you good? Yeah, sorry. I had oh, the mic go. muted, and it kicked me out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I was like, I'm here. Well, anyway, sorry. You said you want to talk about it at the end of the show or right now? Oh, well, we saved your, your super chat from Sunday and we will, we got another emailed question that was sort of a similar topic. So we'll talk about that kind of civil war issue at the end of the show. But if you have, if you want to talk about that, or if you want to talk about something else, whatever's on your mind. Um, respond to it now, if you, if you can, like, uh, you sure. said something about the bill of rights being involved and the only thing that I, that crossed my mind, I didn't do, didn't do any research or anything, but, uh, but were the Bill of Rights enacted before, were they around before the Civil War or what's going on? Yeah, yeah. The Bill of Rights um, was, as I understand, one of the sticking points of the signing of the original Constitution. Um, but uh, what I mean when I say the Bill of Rights uh, as, a, as a wedge in the Civil War is, so your question, I have it right here. If we were to have a second American Civil War, what will the groups be? Uh, Republicans versus Democrats, makers versus takers. <laughs> colored versus white <laughs> illegals versus citizens um you all know it would be a race for like uh, what i mean when i say the bill of rights as a wedge is the the real cultural divide that i see is what i was saying is kind of bill of rights or nah like people who believe in bill of rights values yeah. real individualist values that are articulated there and the freedom from government that is articulated in the bill of rights, freedom of speech, immunity from search and seizure, unreasonable search and seizure, second amendment, self-defense, those sorts of things. And people who are very collectivist people who want the state, I guess what I, the, the thing about the bill of rights is it's all about a, a, an articulation of negative freedoms, you know, freedom from something, freedom from the government intruding in your life. And, the opposite end of the cultural spectrum that I see, the campus Marxists, the the Bernie Sanders right right to healthcare, right to education people, it's all rights to something, rights to this, right to that, right to be given something. And so that's what I mean is I see one camp as kind of freedom from and the other camp as like right to or freedom to, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree with you up until the point where people, if it ever gets this bad, where people start to feel that their survival is in jeopardy, in which case it's just going to be everybody that wants to uphold Western values against Muslims. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we don't have critical mass yet, but you know. Not yet. It'll reach, it'll reach that. that that YouTube refugee video plays anymore. We might get critical mass. We'll play it on I Sunday. We've just been refreshing all day yesterday <laughs> and yesterday. I just can't believe it. It's like at like 350,000 downvotes right now. Yeah, it's going for the record. <laughs> do you have uh, do you have a thought on this, Steven? 
Well, Blonde said it would be Muslims. And I remember uh, Matt wasn't home at the time where I asked y'all that other question, but the, he said he thinks Muslims are a bigger threat to America because he sees white women in hijabs where he works. He works at a hospital downtown. Oh, but, oh my God. If I saw that, my head would explode. That would be the first documented real hijab pulling if you saw that. I know. I saw, yeah. I took a picture of it. I saw like a, like a six-year-old girl walking down the street today in a hijab. Like, so what is this? Our apartment complex with a job. Jeez. I thought this was America. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, actually, they were in the Bush administration. Some of my family friends were talking about the second American Civil War, but that was what the, the issue back then was about illegal immigrants wanting amnesty. And there was they did some kind of what's it called? Um, day without a Mexican or day without an immigrant. They did something like that way long ago too and um some of them took off work some of them didn't and nobody really cared just mm -hmm. like they've done twice since the obama administration but <laughs> well a bunch of people about... got fired too when they did that yes I day without an immigrant they don't show up you're fired <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah uh, the only thing I can remember thinking was, oh, shit, that's going to, well, I know a lot of white people married to Hispanics, and I was like, oh, God, it's going to be fucked up. And I, I hope it doesn't get to that, but but you know what, I don't, though, I don't know. Texas, hey, here in Texas, there's a lot of Hispanics that hate the newly arrivals from Mexico. I believe that. If I, if I moved somewhere legally and then a bunch of people came illegally and, like, besmirched my hardworking name i'd be fucking furious. yeah yeah i could understand that anger yeah yeah uh, all I'm right i'll let y'all move on to the next yeah. caller and enjoy sure. some more wine appreciate the thoughts thanks for listening thanks for uh sending us questions thanks for supporting the show yeah wish me luck we got a hurricane coming oh, oh yeah i forgot cool. about that all right well yeah, hunker see. down and um buy buy some extra wine make a costco trip or something <laughs> yeah wine uh, yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Later. Bye. Bye. Uh, we good on Super Chat? We got two. Um, Jeremy Sot, uh, $5. Technical diff difficulties, more like you're in bed with the Russians. P.S. Loved Blonde on Stefan's show today. Much love. Thank you very well, much. Well, there you go. Uh, Dave S. $2. Healthcare is not a right, it is a commodity. Were we talking about that? Well, yeah. So I was mentioning that as kind of the, the when I was talking about the, the wedge of, what you kind of what you view the appropriate role of government to be right and um my view on that has evolved a lot over time but that's kind of where i view that when people look at the, the bill of rights as like a cultural split oh. is this a good idea or should the government should the government be hands off or should the government be very hands-on and do everything for you eh, i don't know yes you do you know no no i know i well i know kind of where i stand generally but what i'm saying is uh in terms of the is that a is that a meaningful enough split to create a civil war i'm not worried about a civil war right now but I, if i were to th speculate about where the meaningful crack would yeah split. i mean the hatred and the tension is definitely there uh but i just can't i don't know what a civil war would would look like today hmm. i don't think it would be like trained militias because i just am not super confident that our generation has this in it I, what would a war look like what and we don't really well like? yeah and the other the other consideration is the geographical consideration because we right. don't really have the clean geographical split i mean if anything you would expect coast versus inland like yeah that'd be really weird 
but that's kind of how it would play out. And Inland would win because everybody has guns. I mean, it, this is not really a super fair fight. Yeah, but well, yeah, but presumably we'd have a lot of trouble getting imports and stuff. You know, I mean, we'd if if we were closed off from resources from the coasts, that might be a problem. All I know is that when I size up the male population in Seattle, I know in my heart of hearts that any conservative will just go in there barefisted. Yeah. I just look at these guys and I'm like, nobody has ever, ever hit this person or yeah. they've never been in a fight. They've never done anything super manly. We got uh, big red doggy next. Who, hey. Oh, let me see. I haven't, I don't see him in here. Where is he? Do you see a big red doggy in the uh, waiting room? Um, I but I'm famous for missing people. I do not. Okay. Uh, big red doggy. If you're listening, feel free to hop back in and we'll get you in here. Um, in the meantime, we'll get uh, mining freedom is up next. I think mining freedoms in Germany, if I recall correctly. So if so, thanks Start. to minding freedom for staying up late. Really? Minding freedom. You there? Uh, yeah, I'm there. Hi, what's going on? Hi. What time uh, is it for you? Yeah, it, <laughs> uh 3 23 a.m oh there you go and uh first off i want to say something about the civil war when it's uh if it's uh inland versus coast focus on one coast first i'm a german i know that we had our wars with both sides with russia and france so always try to focus on one side first okay well i'm closer to the west coast but uh i don't know <laughs> we're gonna get well, uh, depends hey, what all the, of the inland decides to the fbi people listening this is entirely hypothetical, hypothetical is, yeah. <laughs> i'm really i really don't want this to happen to clarify i'm not at all excited at this prospect i don't it's know not. <laughs> no and i to be clear i don't consider it to be a, a real threat right now i think we have a little more escalation to go before i'm really way more worried about, about europe yeah yeah me too <laughs> Um, and there's some news uh, that just came out, well, yesterday, since it's uh, already 3.24 a.m. Um, the, whatever she is, a member of the EU parliament from Germany, Green Party, I think that says it all. Uh, she suggested in an interview with a German newspaper, and I'm going to quote here, sending a whole Syrian village into one country is one possibility. For example, when refugees don't want to go into a country alone where there are no other refugees. Oh, People like who? to go... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me finish, okay? <laughs> uh, People like to go where fellow countrymen are already living. That makes the integration and the intake easier. You know where your countrymen live? They live in your country. That's where your countrymen live. <laughs> the, the, the suggestion was that Eastern European countries are forced to take in refugees, which, as we know, they don't want to for good reason. They're not but, gonna. Well, yeah, good for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this German uh, member of, of the EU parliament was like, yeah, we force them. We'll hmm. see about that. I just have yeah. a hard time believing that that's going to happen. Like I've heard, the, is it the president of Hungary? I've heard him say some stuff that where I'm like, oh my god, like basically saying that you know that they need like a white ethno state for like German refugees and they can come to Hungary, but like no Muslims, <laughs> no Muslims. These people are not going to take in any migrants. They're not. Hmm. The Polish yeah. are the same way. And 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 what what she seems to forget is leaving the EU is an alternative. Yeah. Hmm. 
Like they're they're not hesitating to do that if it goes that far. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it's not it's not the threat that it used to be. <clears throat> Thank Great Britain for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's like the the most insane news of the week here in Europe. Oh, that's the most and insane. The is, so this was a good is, week. Yeah. That's the. What about the Brussels the, bomber guy? That that's just normal. At this point, yeah, yeah, that's just Wednesday, every day, Tuesday. <laughs> look at what look is, at look what at is the story London, in that? Manchester. Just, somebody just blew himself up, just himself. Is that what happened? Uh, I have only read the headlines. So there was like a botched suicide bombing in Brussels, is my understanding. There were no, nobody died ex- except for maybe the, the bomber himself. I'm not clear, but nobody. Well, the bomber no was, uh, as they call it, neutralized. <laughs> okay. Oh, it was neutralized. Like police. Or, it was not like oh. he blew up by himself. Uh, he so nice. botched it. Oh. So what what does that mean though? Did he like hit a detonator and it didn't go off and they were just like, ah, good try and they shot him in the face or something? <laughs> I, I I don't <laughs> I don't well there was an explosion um from what from what no. I heard it was it was that uh, there was just a very small explosion and uh, it was not a suicide bombing as and it much didn't as kill it was, him even it, it did go off but it didn't no, kill no, no, him. It, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a suicide bombing oh. uh, but more it was he 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 um what's the word uh he just put the bomb somewhere and then well he still was pretty close to it to yeah. uh, have it detonated but it was so small so tiny that nothing happened I need an expert Islamic philosopher to answer for me if that guy gets the virgins or not. No he, virgins. No? Does he get like half? 36? No, it's not the effort that counts. That it's not A for efforts and then you get all these. No, no, no. You got to take nope. out some. some so he just dies and he gets none of the. He gets nothing. Womp womp. Oh, that sucks, man. You lose. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy eternity. Piece of shit. God. All right. We'll have to let you go, but uh, appreciate the call and appreciate staying up late, dude. People in the live chat are saying yeah, they killed the always. bomber. His device failed. The police killed the bomber. Okay. Uh, so did, there was an explosion of some he, kind. And yeah. he did, so he made an attempt to detonate or, or did yeah. he not? I'll have to look into this Obviously. before I'm just speculating. But anyway, appreciate it, man. Have a good night. Yeah, you do. We get on Super Champ. Uh, yeah, that was just from Dave S. That was $2. And Jason Fry, $2. Fight me blonde. Um, <laughs> you would kick my ass because women are weak. We are just, we're just weaker. Um, Hoopty Rider, $5. Dan Carlin had a good take on modern civil war. Thank you for that. $2. Black magic. The center of the country controls the food supply. That's fucking true. We will just starve out these yeah. retards. We got lots of farmland. True. Wesley Paul, ten dollars. Blonde, you killed it on Molyneux. Uh, Matt, you were very handsome. Love you all. Thank oh, you very much. Thanks. We're caught up now. I haven't listened to the whole Molyneux thing yet, so I will. I will get through it. It is real but, long. Uh, it is. You can catch it on Stefan Molyneux's channel. Of course, you can listen to it on our uh, podcast audio platforms too. So Yay. have a listen. Stan, what's up, man? Hey, how we how we doing tonight, Blonde? I uh, I did see the whole Stefan Molyneux thing. It was it was very good. Uh, you. Got over your fangirlness pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, first, you know, with regards to the Civil War, uh, where I think uh, the coast would be in trouble is because they would have the uh, the Evergreen Army and the hipsters <laughs> in the bar that were watching the Comey hearing. 
So, you know, those are the, that's what they have to draw from. So did you would, see, um, so Vice, HBO's Vice went to Evergreen and did a spot for their Vice News show this week? Did you really? catch that? No. Oh, yeah. Is it really it's, like, it's on YouTube, yeah. It's only like a seven-minute segment. And, um, oh, my God, if you didn't have enough George Bridges cringe, the college president cringe. <laughs> There is one point where the reporter who, you know, everybody at Vice is slants left anyway, but the reporter says to him, like, the students are calling you white supremacist. And he's like, well, and that's, you know, so there are some who believe that he won't ah! deny it. And then the guy's like, well, wait, are you a white supremacist? And he goes, well, I am a white man and I do have privilege. And that's what, that's how he responds oh to the God. accusation of being like, a, a white worm. supremacist. Ew. Yeah. Check it out. It's uh, oh, on the Vice channel. That, that level of bad. cuck is just. Well, you know, you know, you know. One of the things that the the, the uh, uh, you know that they I think the board of trustees were, did say about him is he is a leader without equal, which is true because yeah. there is no leader with that level of cuck that would ever get to that position anywhere else in the country. Yeah, so, I mean, isn't yeah. isn't it amazing when you do think about it though that somebody who is that passive and deferential and just lets anyone walk all over him no matter what that he was able to ascend any chain of command at all isn't that kind of impressive I, it, it, isn't yeah. that weird it, yeah it's 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 unexplicable it, it just who else was up for the job <laughs> yeah i mean really it's that I know, drop right? of male privilege that's still in there yeah you know? absolutely you, you resist you know, it all you want i bet that he would not say that he was uh not a white supremacist because he thinks that supremacy is inherent to whiteness yes and that's why like he that. wouldn't say it oh yeah. abs absolutely absolutely what that's a just... oh that is just that man has no self-respect that's so sad seeing a man like emasculated and broken like getting peeled off the floor by a bunch of students yeah and, and there's a good segment there's a, there's a good section in the segment too where they go that whole like baseball bat gang is in some like you know a garage sale furnished commune dorm room setting and they're all sitting there talking about how free speech doesn't matter when lives are actually at risk and in that jameel that yarn haired guy who like leads the whole thing is talking yeah. about it and they all say like Free speech is not more important than black trans femme lives. Snap, 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 snap. <laughs> Can you imagine these people trying to like engage in war, in warfare though? Oh my God. It'd be well, hilarious. They'd have I'm, flags, they'd be prancing. I Where can't believe someone, I, you, it's always easy to say what you would do in any given circumstance. Yeah. But if I, if I was walking around that campus and that clown came at me, <laughs> he, he came at me with a baseball bat. All right, you got a bat, but let's fucking do this, dude. Like, I'm surprised yeah, nobody exactly. has done that. I'm surprised that hasn't happened. Yeah, but what if you have a gun also? If you have a gun and somebody approaches you with a baseball bat, you shoot him. Like, well, you I'll fight Jamil Fist versus bat. I don't. He'll get one swing and that's it. I, so you better get a bat, good better, like, Negan hit right to the head. Well, but you know, on, on I'll fight you, Jamil. I'll fight you. Let's, let's make this happen. You know, he is the alpha on that campus. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, he's he's the he's the alpha. Uh, oh, that's so grim. That's the uh, grimmest thing that, I've heard about yeah, this yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, sadly. Um, but you know, Blonde, one of the things I did want to uh, mention from your Molyneux that really hit me was when you were talking about uh, how since you moved to this platform and, and making friends and how, you know, seemingly that 
come, you know, being yourself and expressing what you really feel, it alienated a lot of people. And hmm. I, I gotta say, with you two and a lot of the people that I've met, you know, through your through the all of this, I, I feel the same way. I mean, I have some friends that I, I talk to, and I have literally had one where I'm like, I, I think we have to quote unquote break up break up yeah yeah you're like you know last night we started talking about you know because he was actually in england at the time of the attacks and i asked him about it and i said well you know that mary's like wait he's muslim i'm like so (laughs) what this means he's immediately uh, absolved of any wrongdoing and it's just i i I wanted to thank you both because I do appreciate the times we do get to chat and uh-huh. even, even Jay Fry. No, that, not Jay Fry. Fuck well, yeah, not Jay Fry, but a lot of the other people, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm doing a podcast with some of them. So I, yeah. I really appreciate you guys kind of introducing me to this group of people, including yourselves that I didn't know existed. And it makes me feel that I can be myself and not be afraid for, what I think and it's and how I feel. It's true. I and I appreciate that very much. And uh I used to think internet friends were for damn nerds and they still kind of are. But the fact is, look, I'll oh, admit God. it. I'll admit it. Blonde and I are friends. Oh, there I'll, it there, is. I'll say it. There I'll it say is. it. You no, know, whatever. I try to drop things about my personal life. I'll be like, Skag, I'm sad today because of X, Y, and Z. And he's like, Take your woman shit to your boyfriend. I don't have to talk to you about this. <laughs> like, we are colleagues. But we are not know, friends. But, but you know yeah. what, Blonde? You brought that out in him. You uncuffed him. So really, you have no one to blame for yourself when he stands up and doesn't. No. Well, truthfully, truthfully, a lot of that stuff was I had I had um, beaten out of me already by you know trying yeah, to. Emotion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I put women on a pedestal, you know, in my previous life, and so yeah. all of that uh, subservience to women was was. But uh, you've never ever done that already. Me ever like from day one it was like you know we're gonna do we're gonna do it your way and i was kind of like all right you know pretty much yeah. yeah i mean but but that's the thing too is i've i have uh, i guess we'll get personal on the show or whatever i have always conceptualized this as like a, a strictly business type thing and so i mean you know what i mean like once you've categorized a person in a certain way in your head there's yeah. no yeah. there's no real way around it you know that's like yeah. i've said it before this is gonna get weird. If you and I were to ever hook up, it would be really weird. Like, it is true. Really yeah. weird. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, we just developed this business relationship yeah. like like immediately. That being said, you're still my friend, Skag. Oh, of course, my friend. Absolutely. Of course, absolutely. Well, yeah, I I I really do. You know, appreciate you, you both a, a great deal because I, like I said, it's maybe not uh, you know not afraid to, to speak my mind. So I thank you for all appreciate that. it. That that's yeah, way you. too heartfelt for this show. I know. I'm sorry. I know, but <laughs> Get when your I heard George you Bridges that blonde, bullshit it just, out of here. It, it just really kind of just, you know, kinda, you know, sometimes you hear things and it just hits you and that just, yeah. Hit me. And it just made me realize, okay, I'm not the only one that, you know, thinks that way. So, yeah. No, that's definitely true. And I heard Stefan Molyneux say something like really profound before my interview. He said, um, if you're speaking openly like this, uh, you've left the reservation and like mm-hmm. there is no going back. And so yeah. once you've done it, you can either, you know, you can choose to like wallow in your alienation or you can rejoin some other herd. But you can't go back 
Yeah. You can't. And, and, and so and, you'll and, lose and, uh, friends, but you'll gain a lot of friends too. You will, it's, but it's they're piece of shit friends. Let's be honest. Well, like they really yeah, are pieces of shit exactly. friends. Uh, the yeah. old, I have, I've lost very few, but I have lost a couple and I don't like, I keep my YouTube life and kind of my politics outside of my day to day. Generally right. speaking, I, I really, oh, I know that people don't want to have politics injected into their lives because I don't want Marxist bullshit injected into my life. So right. I so try not to do that with other people. Yeah. But the one thing that will always stick with me is a friend, like a friend I've known probably since we were 10. So we're talking someone I've known for almost 20 years. I posted one of my YouTube videos on Facebook, which I almost never do. And somehow the wage gap was disputed and he posted about how the wage gap is real and da da da. And I responded. All I said was the wage gap is not based on discrimination. What is observed is simply the difference right. between all male earnings versus all female earnings. There's no reason to suppose it's based on discrimination. <laughs> he messaged me and said, the wage gap is really needed. You need to Google it. I'm sorry. I have to do this, but I'm deleting you as friend on Facebook. <laughs> You're like, save me the trouble for doing it. I know, right? you. like 15 or more years and you, you're so triggered by the wage gap and the idea that anyone also, would just dispute even, it. That's just, that's virtue signaling, you know, because he doesn't, you know, he's not reflecting it. This is not yeah, his right. issue. He's just acting on behalf of a bunch of chicks. And I know him and I respect him. And I would say, look, I, you still I respect the guy that did that to you? No, what I'm saying is I could sit down with him and say, I assure you I can provide you with reason to doubt that this is based on discrimination. Yeah. And we could have a reasonable conversation about this. No. Deleted his friend. Haven't talked to him since. That's the kind of piece of shit friend that you lose if you start talking exactly. about these sort of yeah. things. Exactly. It's okay. Some woman has him just totally yeah, whipped. I bet he's really, really depressed. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'll let you get on to the next caller. I, I appreciate that. I've kind of uh, taken up a lot of your time. Yeah, no. Well, uh, well we got the good news is the, the blessing of our technical difficulties. I think we'll have some time to get through some non-patron callers here. So that's good. I, we, we are running out of time to do that usually. So and, anyway, and by the way, you, big, big Red Dog, he is in the call-in room. Oh, oh nice. yeah. Absolutely. I should bring yes. him in quickly. So thank you, you for reminding me. Absolutely. Have Thanks. a good night, guys. Thanks, Dan. We doing good on Super Chat? Uh, we got a bunch. Should I go through them? Sure. I'll get Big Red Doggy in here. And $100 Holy from BB. Thank you so much. Matt, you were awesome. I love the conversation between you and Blonde about the Julius Caesar play. You won. Uh, we, Yeah, that was a pretty organic yeah, conversation. I, I recut about you it a that. lot. Yeah. You did recut. I was like <laughs> on the other side by the beginning. And by the end of the, of the show, I was like, all right, you're right about this. It pains me to say it, but you're right. Listen, 100 bucks though. DM me like, you know, I... I'll do I'll do whatever I got to do for a hundred bucks. Whatever you want, Gross. DM me. I'll get you the special service. Appreciate no, it. This Appre got weird. <laughs> appreciate um, that. Seriously though, that's that's a huge contribution. That is. It means Thank a lot. you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, Rommel two dollars. A girlfriend got in a maid outfit. Best day. Take my ramen money. <laughs> Glad you got laid today, bro. Constantine the mediocre two dollars. Matt, would you bang Merkel if she would disappear? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's taking one for the team. For wow, sure. that is really taking one for that's, the team. That's She's borderline like, like save the world type stuff. You wouldn't. All right, all right. It's not die to eliminate Merkel. It's just have a weird encounter for like a half hour. <laughs> yeah, of course. A weird encounter. Can I can I be assured that I escape healthy? Like I don't get a disease or something. Yeah, that woman does not have any STDs. Yeah, then I'm yeah fine. But what about what if what if she's yelling at you in German the whole time? Like berating you. Yeah, German. whatever. I don't care. That'd, that'd be, I mean, it. look, if it's going to be weird, it might as well be really fucking weird. I don't <laughs> care. All right. We have 
Rick uh, Vartigian. I, I, I oh, yeah. always fuck up his name. I and he's been so great. He's been yeah, here Rick's since the great. I should ask him. I, I'll DM no, him. No, he's told me the right way. He's he probably right has. Way. He probably has. Yeah. We should note it, put it in the show so notes worthless. so we never forget. Um, $20. Thank you so much. $10 to Matt, champion of the Bill of Rights. $10 to Rebecca. You have come a long way. Thanks again for sticking with it. And this guy, he is, um, he was like my second, honestly, my second subscriber. Truly. Oh, man. So he yeah, goes way so back. Yeah, thank you. For, and he's giving me tons of donations. He's MAGA. Hashtag great. MAGA. He, every time I talk to him, he gives me a hashtag MAGA. Yeah, so that's for totally. him. Thanks for supporting the show, man. We have D Ottoman $2 on No Note. Dave S, $2. Those bat thugs are like the goth kids on South Park. <laughs> <laughs> And last one, Dave Hume, $5. Every argument polarizes and contributes to number of people primed for violence. Free speech is worth the risk because in a war of ideas, it's all we have. Agree. Agree 100%. And speaking of battles, it sounds like you're loading a firearm. Loading a firearm, Are you preparing for the civil war that we're talking about? (laughs) No, actually, I am uh, cleaning my SBR. Sorry. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, I thought that somebody was going to be like, I'm in your house, bitch. And then bust into my door with a gun. Uh, yeah. That would be a very terrible decision on their part. Yeah. <laughs> it really would. Uh, two things. Uh, first, comment on uh, Blonde's race war, civil war deal. I don't know why. But I was I'm joking. One they got this image of uh, Blonde wrapped in a uh, Kekistani flag on a <laughs> propaganda poster saying, go kill some normies. <laughs> wait, wait, is this an image that exists? I haven't seen this. No, it's oh. just an image that popped into my head. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I was going to say, imagination. we talked on Sunday about getting some quality gas chamber images. Oh, my God. I received some grade A gas chamber images in the DMs today. So if you any really of these uh, really aspiring did. artists are listening, you want to do uh, a, a blonde and a tastefully... A tasteful nude of blonde wrapped in a Kekistani flag. <laughs> a tasteful nude, not me getting raped by tentacles. <laughs> yeah, saying so go get them normies. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be great. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. Uh, so I figured we'd deviate a little bit, talk about a little bit lighter-hearted subject. As far as what is your favorite sweet foods, guys? Ooh, oh, I have a terrible sweet tooth. Um, I do too. I try not to indulge because like I keep my weight at the same. I'm, I'm really serious about it. So, so I can't indulge too much, but I love, I love ice cream. Like love it. If I have to pick one dessert, it's gotta be ice cream, but chocolate, all sorts of chocolate, dark chocolate. Um, yeah, man. I have a, I have a friend, uh, really good guy. He's a, he's a, um, a rodeo clown, but there's a, a term for it. It's a, Bullfighter is the term they use for rodeo clowns. But uh. but and he's like a stand-up guy. He's never had a beer in his life, for example. I've always said, Hey, when we next time you, you're in town and we hang out, one beer, you and I. But he never has. And we're both almost 30 years old. And he's never drank a beer. Anyway, long story short, doesn't like chocolate. That's Hates insane. Chocolate. I think it's the weirdest weird. thing ever. But it's so delicious. And if yeah. you don't have any other vices, then like what what are you gonna do? I would uh, I would go with milkshakes. Milkshakes Ooh. are, yeah. I mean, from your cheap, the cheapest milkshake you can buy to like, you know, your artisan milkshake. Milkshake. I've, I don't think I've ever had a milkshake that was garbage. I can't think of a <laughs> regrettable milkshake experience. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I am a sucker for bake bakery goods. Like, yeah. Uh, just in fact, I had me some wonderful white supremacist milk and uh, some chocolate <laughs> chip cookies. Just, That's uh, always a good combo, milk and cookies. Classic see, combo. I think I have a minority opinion about cookies and specifically chocolate chip cookies. And I know for a lot of people it is 
uh, absolute heresy to say this, but I think they're better room temperature than fresh out of the oven. Like I don't. That where we disagree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're bad fresh out of the oven, but you know, like I'm, the melty I'm gooey. I'm with you there because I like I like the chocolate chips to be hard. Yes. No, warm and gooey, man. Warm and gooey. And and, and the other thing is, cookie dough is pretty much superior to like any cookie. No, that we nom. agree. Okay. All right. So maybe I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, no, not yet. <laughs> yeah, fresh fresh out the oven is lowest on the hierarchy of cookie forms. <laughs> it goes dough, room temperature, fresh out the oven. I think I'm with you there. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I thought I was crazy. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. All right, man. I, uh, yeah, Appreciate that was pretty some, much it. Uh, some different thoughts. I always <laughs> like talking about weird stuff, which there's always plenty of weird stuff on this show. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's always nice to have something a little bit different every now and then. Otherwise, it gets boring. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good night. You too, guys. Thanks. Okay. We good on Super Chat? Uh, yeah. Let's wait. Okay. Let's get, uh, we got some time for people who have been very patient. Beggar Hero. I know we spoke to Beggar Hero before. Let's get Beggar Hero in here. Oh, hey, Matt. There you go. What's up? Oh, just doing okay. Just having fun time with Norwegians. Ah. <laughs> uh, what do you mean by that? Are you... uh, there's, there's a fun, there's fun guy from Norway, so we're having a fun time. Oh, I want to make a trip to Scandinavia someday. I come uh, from Scandinavian I... heritage and uh, would like to visit. Yeah, well, I went to England, Iceland, and Norway before it shit mm. hits the fan. Yeah, I would, I would love to make the trip. Well, as I've said, I'd love to go to Europe while it's still Europe. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> but my time is running out. Yep. Uh, yep that's Poland for me. Yeah. Uh, well, What's on your mind besides uh, Norwegians? Uh, well, just got to say, just with the whole Jack Prozac thing, I was just like, geez, man. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we were talking about this, um, blonde and I were talking about this. Maybe it's unfair for me to go after him too hard. Cause I disagree with him so much on this, on this thing. But my whole point has been that he and Laura are absolute social justice warriors. And the other thing that we didn't know Sunday that, um, someone clued me into on Twitter is Jack was going after Bill Maher to get, to have HBO fire him for his for his N-word joke that he made on his show. And he was going after Senator Ben Sass too for not disavowing That's Bill Maher using the N-word. I mean, that is that is social justice garbage. And of course, Jack Jack doesn't care. Let's be honest. He doesn't care. He just wants to score points. And if, if Bill Maher got fired, he could do some like, ah, ha, ha, the other team got, that's minus points for the other team. Yeah. That's, uh, oof, that's really annoying. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Well, I thought I heard something about Jack was part of Milo's team or something, but I just learned that he's part of Rebel. That's what I saw, and I, I should qualify. I know we said it Wait, on Jack's Sunday. Wait, Jack's part of Rebel. I I read that they are both Rebel employees, but I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, I mean, I we know the like Rebels that. heavily involved in this because they they bought the website domain. And that's true. That was six hours before it happened, right? Yeah, yeah. they bought it in the yeah. afternoon. It happened that night. Mm. Well, it was Ezra Levant specifically, but that's the rebel, you know. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, and and so and I can sort of see the argument to why they may be upset about the whole Trump play thing, but it's it's they're using a Lindsay's tactics, and 
I read the book and I'm just like, yeah. I hate the guy. Yeah, and Laura admits it. It's not even speculating. Laura says, you know, we're, I was thinking about rule four, hold your enemy to their own rules. Yeah. Uh, if, if, I don't know. Uh, there's the, Some people are clinging to this. Uh, I'm disappointed by a lot of people, I think, who should be on the free speech side of this who are not, either right. through saying nothing or through endorsing Jack and Laura. But I don't think the Jack and Laura side is very popular. They seem well, to have yeah. a lot of support. I don't know. Mm. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, his back talking to Ben. So that that was a funny exchange. Oh, God. Did you see that, Blonde? No. I, and I don't know if you saw this beggar hero. Jack said on, on Twitter, again, I have difficulty interpreting his tweets. For all I know, they could be, they could be not ser- serious. He said, I would destroy Ben Shapiro in a debate. And I said, oh, I, will no. pay, I will pay any money. You name your price. I'll write a check right now. That's insane. I mean, I'm not a fan of Ben Shapiro and people know that, but like that guy would just, just demolish me in a debate about anything. Like, Oh yeah, he would. I mean, yeah, no, I had someone make a joke to me the other day and I, I I thought it was pretty good. So I'll go with it. I wouldn't want to debate gravity with Ben Shapiro taking the pro gravity side. No, I wouldn't do that. Too scary. Yeah. (laughs) That that guy has a big juicy brain and it's filled with knowledge. I don't want to do, I don't want to do it. (laughs) Can't make me. Yeah. So Bench hopefully that'll happen, but that. I doubt it. Anyway, um, any closing thoughts from you? Um, I guess my one thing would just be with the whole Finsbury Park Moss thing yeah. is just when authority doesn't do anything or when authority is necessary, people will take authority in their own hands. That was the whole Finsbury. Uh, yeah. Yep, that's we did talk very, about that today. Yeah. You, you, it gets into... It's tough to talk about because you got to choose your words very carefully. And maybe we'll talk about it a little bit on Sunday. But I can definitely understand where you're coming from with the qualifier that what was done was a terrorist attack. Like it was a terrorist attack. There's no way around it. It was violence with a political motive. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, given the conflict that's going on, I, 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 there's no way I wish for this. But you can foresee things like this happening. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. We'll uh, we'll let you go. Appreciate you calling in, man. And your patience, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. And love the content. Thank you. Have a good night. Yep. Good on Super Chat. Uh, yeah, let's wait a little while. Okay. Uh, Kekistani. Kekistani. Proud ethnic man. Hey. What's going on? Hi, I'm all right. <laughs> How are you? Good. I'm doing okay. What's on your mind? Uh, I don't... I don't... I don't know if you saw email or not, but I sent you a, like a <clears throat> whole bunch of screenshots. Uh, I had a college orientation today. Oh boy! Did you send it to the podcast email or to my email? Uh, podcast email, not your email. I okay. just haphazardly checked it just for uh, oh yeah, yeah. Calling questions. There's a there's a whole bunch of uh, screenshots. No need to read them. They're all pretty degenerate. There's a witchcraft and magic class. What? Why? It's a, it, it's an anthropology class, but I read the description and it 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 just kept talking about magic and witchcraft, and that was really confusing. Oh my god! What else is there? Uh, there was okay. So they they were talking about how um their computer uh, and stuff like that was uh like the one this bleh, like the most popular, I guess they called school in there, but um they have more gender studies and feminist classes than that, so. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm not sure if they mean by students or what, but if it's by students, that's that kind of makes sense, I guess. Did you, someone sent me an article in my email, speaking of gender studies that I was reading today. It was by some gender studies professor. I forget which school, but she had a, um, a paper written by a male gender studies uh, student of hers who Ew. was kind of, who was basically questioning the validity of the oh, concept of rape oh, okay. culture and pushing so back. And say, it was pushing was back. Male yeah. Feminist. This is sounds, the, the paper sounds like it was written by a kid who took the class to kind of push back. And the, this essay was written by the professor and published on this website. I forget the website. And it was about how the language he was using reminded me of my rapist and I could finish his oh. essay and I oh, couldn't yeah, grade I it. And I went outside and screamed and with rage, like this professor yeah. is so triggered by a student's paper that she can't grade the paper. And these people are in charge with, of educating young minds. Like the student should be able to write Mein Kampf and you still have to grade it. You're a, a college professor. You need to be objective and you need to be open-minded. And if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be a college professor sorry these yeah, professor yeah. needs a safe space from students what what the hell is going on anyway i should i should find it and i'll post it on twitter yeah or something, um i but. think sargon may have made a video on that I, I i remember that from somewhere but i don't think i read it yeah i don't know if and i was just sent it i should double check because um it just showed up in my inbox it might not even be recent yeah um I, so I, it's possible that it's old it, but so yeah i had a yeah, college the article Oh, no, it is new. It's from April. So it's oh, relatively really? New. Yeah, it's like a, a month or two old. But All right. It's not, yeah, that's not too bad. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the edge for college. Hmm. Thanks. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily classify myself as Republican or Democrat, mm -hmm. but I, I'm kind of interested in going to uh, the college Republicans and college Democrat clubs because I, I, I want to see if they're like extreme in any way, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Like I, uh, you, um, I, I usually side with you more than blonde, not, not, not intentionally, Suck it, but, man. uh, yeah, I, I, I started more of a center left and slowly going right. Ah, so, so you're a recovering cuck like me. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 more like I was a ignorant, uh, 12 year old. And by oh. that I mean I, I didn't understand anything. Not like not like uh, not like bigoted ignorant. Just like I didn't know anything. Are you saying you were actually twelve, or you had the mindset of a twelve-year-old? I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I was going to um, say I'm if you were twelve, 12 and you didn't have a sophisticated political worldview, I wouldn't blame you. That sounds like a normal kid to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's your fault. Your fault. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I I want to go to both so I can try to get like a balanced type experience because. Uh, I feel like it's pretty good to see both sides of the argument, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a, there might be a club that's better than either of them. Though, yeah. You know, like, I guess you'd have to go to both to get the balance that you're seeking, but mm -hmm. yeah, um, I know there's also like a libertarian club or yeah, it's join the libertarian club, but, I was, but if I'm, they, I'm if they bring up any Gary Johnson shit, tell them to shut the fuck up. But other <laughs> than that, go to the libertarian club. <laughs> yeah. I'm only really interested in that because I'm just like on the bottom of the political spectrum. Uh, not really authoritarian. I wouldn't say uh, I wouldn't say libertarian party, but yeah, you know. Well, that's the but trouble with the libertarians too. Is the the party? I mean, libertarians as individualists in nature are wildly disorganized and don't really have any kind of unifying unifying principle other than 
leave me alone. Please. Yeah, yeah. Like there's <laughs> there's like giant debates about um if abortion's libertarian or not, or pro life is libertarian yeah, or not. It, it generally it tends to be abortion and immigration, like border security, that are the yeah the yeah because it's like a split between like what was it ANCAP and like I don't know. Yeah, I and I still struggle with uh, the abortion question as someone who oh, yeah. was formerly pretty firmly pro-choice and yeah. a little more in doubt every day. The border security question is not uh, not a difficult one. To yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really solid on uh, pro-life or pro-choice. Um, I'm. I'm personally. I, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do have like you know the pro-life. I, I I do believe that personally, but at the same time, I don't feel like. I, I don't know. It's like one of those things. Is oh. like I think it's their right. Like I, I wouldn't stop people getting tattoos, you know, but um, because you know it's their body or whatever. But at the same time, if it's like a religious, sure. Oh, oh we lost him. Oh, he's kind of dipping out, but I'll probably have to yeah. let him go. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, I'm having problems with Discord today, but uh, I've been on for a while, so. All right, we'll let you go. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a nice day. Hope to talk to you next week. Sure. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for calling. No I realized I accidentally skipped. Two patrons. That's bad. My mistake. Odin, if you're still listening, Odin, um, hop in and I'll get you in here. And then we have Comrade Cleaner as well. Uh, so we'll get Comrade Cleaner in here next. Do, are we good on Super Chat? Uh, let's go through on Black Magic, $5. The Caesar play, the part about it that hurt me was the audience was cheering to the death of enlightenment and civilization. You can't control people, though. I need to learn more about this. Uh, well, Chris, I, the, so go ahead. Sorry. Well, the thing that bugs me about that. Uh, and uh, you're entitled to your interpretation of the play, of course. But people say, oh, they were cheering. And I don't know if this is what the the message meant, but I've heard people say, oh, they were cheering the assassination. Well, one, is there tape of that? I have not seen that. I, I would like to see the evidence of the cheering. And then two is like, or what I the problem I have with that is why does the audience reception matter? And why yeah, should the play be held irrelevant. to account for the audience's reception of it? Uh, yeah, but agreed. Anyway, of course you're entitled not to like the depiction if you don't like the depiction. So it sounds like this person gets it. Um. Then we have uh Chris to the J. Um. I in the call. I in the call room emailed you earlier uh, because I didn't know if I'd make it. So I'd like to clarify my point that I wanted to make about your vid. Did he just call in Chris to the J? Uh, we heard from him last week, but I haven't heard from him this week. Oh, and then he said roll call Odin. He just gave us two dollars more. Um Okay, yeah, no, it's yes, uh Odin, my bad Odin. So if Odin's around, please do hop in. I apologize for I didn't scroll down far enough in the roll call, so I missed a couple of them. Oh, gotcha. Um then we have Joel Dykeman, ten dollars pop quiz. Considering both of you are both fervent Bill of Rights fans, this should be fairly simple. Recite the preamble to uh the Declaration of Independence. So the Declaration uh, of Independence. Yeah, okay. I can't do that. We hold these truths to okay. be self-evident. Be self-evident. Um, that, that all men are created equal. Uh, that they are uh, endowed by their creator. Help me out here, with bro. With certain inalienable rights. Inalienable rights. Right, there we go. Yeah. Um, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Boom! That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I might not be word for word, but that's, yeah, yeah. that's that's a good... Uh, that's a good. He thought he was right gonna. There. He thought he was gonna stump us. No, Suck he. It, you, you. You. bailed me out there. I would not have done that well. Um, Hoopty Rider, five dollars. I gave up cable seven years ago. Thanks for making YouTube fun. You are welcome. Thank you. Uh, TV's garbage. Um, Chris to the J, two dollars more. Change back to Chris to the J. <laughs> okay. Is he trying to get into the show? Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, I don't see him in the roll call though. Oh, uh, 
He's on the roll call. Okay, so we'll we'll I can pull him in though. And then last one, uh, Dave S two dollars. Libertarian have John Stossel and Kennedy. I love John Stossel. Yeah, I watched the. I loved. I watched him. uh, I watched him host the debates last summer, the Libertarian Party debates, when they were trying to get their nominee. And somehow, Austin Peterson and um, John McAfee lost to Gary Johnson. (laughs) Not in the debates necessarily, but to get the nomination. Okay, let's uh, let's get. Um, we'll get comrade cleaner in here first since, uh, since I accidentally skipped and then we'll get uh, Chris to the J comrade cleaner. You're good to go. Oh, I'm surprised I got in. Sorry okay. about uh, skipping you. That was my fault. I didn't, I didn't scroll down far enough. So I missed you guys in the roll call. Yeah. For some reason I posted two minutes late. I don't know what took so long, but Hey, you know, yeah. our tired it. Um, anyways, uh, I was going to talk about, um, some of the witch hunts that went on kind of later in my uh, army career. Ah. So one drill, I was a reservist and they said, okay, anyone with tattoos, you have to come to one of the rooms in our drill hall to show what tattoos you got. And they were particularly looking for anything that could be construed as tied to a hate group, you know, anything like clan related rebel flags, and this is a reserve company in Arkansas, so you can have some guys. And there's guys in my company who got told, okay, yeah, that tattoo, you're never going to commission in the United States Army. You're you're barred from – there's some guys that I think were told they're barred from reenlistment. Wow, really? For a Confederate flag? Yeah. Jeez. There's a, a couple of Tino guys. I don't know what they had, but they said they got told, yeah, you're not going to be able to commission ever. Could you get the tattoo removed or covered up to something else and then they would let you? You know, it happened when I got out in 2015. Like I Hmm. I was, I just deuced out at that point. Like that was, you know, I'd been thinking about getting out for a while. So that was kind of straw that broke camel's back. I I don't have tats personally. I I never got any, but I was like, you know, if they're doing that, I I really don't want to be in this army, especially if Hillary Clinton (laughs) got to (laughs) I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I thought you'd get whatever the hell tattoo you want. I thought that's, that's what we were America. fighting for. <laughs> yeah, that's that's strange. I had not heard that. That's the first time I've ever heard of something like this. Yeah. And, and you know, there was a few other things. I mean, I think that, uh, Hoovian or, or some of the other guys have talked about different yeah. issues like with the military towards the tail end. Like I came in at a, at a weird time. I came in 09. So I'm part of the group that, joined to go to war and never got to. So hmm. like I actually was in for six years and never deployed. Hmm. So I was like, okay, no deployment. They're checking people. They're literally saying, let me see your papers. I'm like, I don't need this in my life. Hmm. That's very strange. Wow. Interesting. Though. Yeah, I, it, I it, appreciate that insight. I'll have to, I don't know. I've, I've never heard of that, but I, I might ask some people about that. It might need good to be stories. reversed. And, you know, I don't know. It could have been a battalion or brigade level thing. Like, I have hmm. no idea where it came from. It just came up one day like, okay, after the PT test, guys, you're going to go. Yeah, anyone that's got tats, you're going to show us what you got. And this this was not any kind of, like, preliminary screening thing. You were a reservist at this point. Yeah, you everybody were, you was were serving. Everyone this was, was not already prospective. Yeah, this is this is an active, you know, active reserve company. Everyone yeah. in it, you know, I think maybe some of the new guys that haven't been to base yet might have gotten pulled into this, but I mean, most of those guys are, you know, seventeen years old. They're still high school, yeah. so they yeah. don't have tats. So, you know, this this is a company that's an operational company in the army. It's an engineer company. I was a, 
I was a medic for three years and an engineer for three years. Yeah. And like I said, it's the South. So they're, they're particularly looking for rebel flags, anything having to do with the Klan or neo-Nazi groups is what That's weird. someone told me. All right. Well, something to think about. I appreciate the insight. And uh, of course, yeah. thank you for serving as well. And um, we'll let you go, but look forward to hearing from you again if you decide to call in. Yeah. One uh, question for Blonde, though. Sure. Uh, what's your uh, boyfriend doing in the Marine Corps? Um, he's actually asked me not to like share too many details about it. Um, but I can say that he is deploying to Afghanistan and he's a firearms expert and this is a uh, training. It's, it's like fake. a training. She made program. up. She made up. <laughs> yeah. I, I made up. I made up my boyfriend too. Um, yeah, he's not real. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, yeah. I was going to say, like, I was going to see if he's like a truck driver or something and he, that might be why, like if he's, if he's actually someone that trains someone with firearms, I say, yeah, just, I yeah, I don't know what the fuck we're advice. still doing in Afghanistan, though. Like, what? Why? Yeah, yeah. well, what's crazy, if you think about this, soon there are going to be soldiers deploying to Afghanistan who were born after the war began. That is crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I met and, everybody you know, in his unit, and it was like a bunch of young guys. I'm like, this is yeah. just wild. I can't believe we're endangering people for whatever yeah, reason. there are guys Fine. that will be serving soon who weren't even alive when 9-11 happened yeah it's kind of crazy that we've been in that war so long and you know just the mission changed so many times like it went from advise assist to nation building it and you know our company specialized in in route clearance which is literally we're looking for ieds and trying to find them before someone else runs them over so like that was a mission that didn't exist that sounds really that dangerous <laughs> really dangerous uh, yeah um it's one of those cases where though the vehicles got good enough that there's guys that would actually get tired of waiting for eod and run them over with their vehicle <sighs> we had one particular vehicle called it was the i think it's a husky that the mine clearance vehicle that literally is designed to, to blow apart into multiple pieces so you know the blast goes totally out with the axles and stuff like that and the v-shaped hole mixed to where i mean you still got like a concussion or a tbi from it but you weren't in any real danger beyond that Jesus, it sounds really dangerous. Well, thank you, man. Uh, and look forward to next time if you decide to call in. All right. Yep. I'll see you Appreciate later. it. Have a good night. Okay. Let's get Chris to the J in here real quick. All right. Thank you so much. Sorry about that. No problem. All right. So I watched your video earlier today and I agree with all the points except for one. And that's the one you made about it being mutually exclusive. And I wanted to give my take on it. So you um, think you can support Laura Loomer and free speech? That's your position? Yes. Okay, because, explain it to me. Okay, so Matt's like, this is how I think of it. So Colin Kaepernick, um, think of Colin Kaepernick, think of the play and the um, uh, Loomer or whatever her name is. So they're all exercising the right of free speech. Yes? But Not what she did, no. But she still she has the right to say she didn't do it the right way. Right. She They're did right it in a way that infringes upon someone else's free speech right. But she was still but her what she is saying is still protected, even though it is But she infringed so, on someone else's free speech right, and that's how you can't support that and still be pro free speech. But this is this is what I'm saying. You can say I, you can you can approve of what somebody says or disapprove of what somebody says and still voice your disapproval that's that's still free speech but that's yes. not what she did let's let's just clarify this so colin kaepernick has the right to take a knee and has that to be his freedom of speech correct 
but he does not have the right to run out on the field, nor any streaker to run out on the field and trespass, which would no, be the appropriate not. analogy. Yes, that's, but, um, or think about, like, I, I'm, I'm on, I agree totally with you in all of those respects, but I don't think it's mutually exclusive in the fact that she has, she has every right, right to say what she wishes to, however, she chose the wrong method to do it. Yeah, I still and it's the method that's anti-free speech. And that's why I'm saying what your 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 problem isn't with the speech itself. Your problem is with the method of its delivery. Yeah, and it's not speech. It's not speech to trespass. And that's what she did. And the the way but her still, delivery infringed on someone else's free speech rights, and therefore you can't support her, Loomer in the pro free speech. The, it's not that you're See, I, I didn't criticize Laura Loomer's speech. I criticized her trespassing on someone else's stage. It was not a, yes, I didn't make a yes. video that said Laura Loomer's wrong about her interpretation of the play, sort of, in part, but it's really more about the intrusion on someone else's stage. And if you support the intrusion on someone else's stage, by definition, you don't support free speech. That's why they're mutually exclusive. Yeah. But I see, I, I support what she said about, um, this, is, this is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that I can agree with her in that I think what this is doing, what what the, the play was doing or what any sort of thing is going on, I think that's dangerous. And I can approve of that speech, but I can disapprove of the method of the delivery of it. Yeah. So what I'm saying because is you cannot support what she did yeah. and be pro-free speech. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you can be pro-free speech for both of these. So. You know, of the, course, but you but you can't play. support what she did and be pro free speech. That's why it's mutually exclusive. It's mutually exclusive in that part, but the way that but that's that's the way why that I, I said it was mutually exclusive, though. No, but the you, way the way that it came across to me, and I'm I'm not sure if this came across the same way with everybody else. It came across to me as you you can't agree with what she said. Because strictly of no, I said you can't support Laura in this case. You can't support free Laura. And free Laura is about absolving her of the crime of trespassing, which was an okay. anti-speech gesture. Okay. Yeah. So that, I agree with you on that point. But the way that it came off when I was first watching it was, it was, um, if you support, if you support, or if you agree with what she said about it. I didn't say that though. That's. No, 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 no. I know. You're putting I'm, words in my mouth at that point. I'm No, I'm not trying to. What I'm saying is. Just give me like two minutes and I'll, I'll be done and you can kick me out of here. So all I'm saying is I can support what she says. So I can take, taking away how she delivered it, I can support what she said, but also support what the uh, play was doing because that is also free speech. But I can disapprove of the message, or I mean not the message, the the implementation of that message. So with Colin Kaepernick, that's when I was, why I was bringing him up. Everybody was harping on him because he was taking a knee during the national anthem. That's that much more his... passive though. What she did, I mean, although the play went on to some degree, they did deplatform the, the people that were, were doing the play. Yeah. I mean, at you least could, temporarily. You could say the same thing. You could say the thing, same thing to an extent, I believe with Colin Kaepernick, no. it's a much no, different can't. issue. You you cannot but, claim that he disrupted anyone. He didn't disrupt it. He was totally passive what he was doing. No, I think I think his stance is bullshit, but it's not at all comparable to what Laura Loomer did. Okay, all all I'm saying is that is that it's it's 
you you can't if you support both the delivery and the message and try to support free speech then it's mutually exclusive but you can be in support of the the message of a single person and the message of somebody else but the delivery is what counts so with loomer the delivery was offhand i agree with her on the scent that um this is something that should be um people should be careful with so like you saying in the video when it ended up um, what with her saying, Oh, just protest outside of it or, or do a video or. Right. I mean, I made that, I made that clear. I, I said the method is, is wrong. You should adopt methods that are not intrusive. Yes. So that's it. Because I, those it methods are mutually me exclusive. Kind of with a, yeah. That's, I, I just I, wanted to come on cause I didn't phrase it very well. Come on and just get this out there. I just don't think you're fairly interpreting what I said at all. I think I think you're putting words and in I'm, your mouth. And I probably aren't. I, it was very when I was watching it, I felt very odd about it because it sounded as if you were saying you have to support either one person or another. But the way I took it was, no, you can support both of the the speech, but you can disagree with the method of um, the method. There of, is there is uh, nothing about what Jack and Laura did at the play that is pro free speech. There's, there's, you, you can't square that circle. You can't say that the gesture that they did is a pro free speech deference to other people allowing no, them to have the their message, stage. No, the message, the 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 delivery of the message was incorrect. The message itself, because you can, I believe but you can separate. I, I don't know the how message. you can watch the video and come away with the idea that I uh, that but, I but, don't. But, 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 but hold on, but isn't part of the message the delivery? I mean, her, it, it's, it's part of the message that she stormed the stage of this and interrupted the play. Like, that was part of this demonstration, the biggest part of this demonstration. I would say that that's even secondary to what she actually but had, said, had which you could she, barely hear. Had she not, had, had she not said, it, no, 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 had she had gone up there and said, I support this, would she still have been charged with trespassing? Yes. That's, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. But then, but then, um... But would you still consider that to be free speech? No. No. Yeah, neither okay. would I. I just, I just think there's a disconnect between the delivery of a message and the actual message itself. Being a communication. Yeah, but I've, I've never made the case that Laura Loomer should not be able to express disagreement with this play. I don't know how you get to that conclusion. And I'm not saying you do. I'm saying, I, I don't know. I'm just all I'm saying is that my only gripe was that. Um, that you did say, you know, you did say she could have had a better way of doing the message, but that because she didn't, it wasn't free speech. It wasn't. Uh, that, yeah, that's correct. I mean, I, yeah. it, the way she delivered it's, it is anti-speech. It's it's not respectful to the free speech platform of somebody and, else. Yeah, and I, I agree with you on that. And I agree that the delivery of it was wrong, just like the delivery with the people that are anti-conservative or, you know, anti-Ben Shapiro or whatnot on college campuses. Yeah, they do we, have a legitimate we agree on right that, to but, say what they but do the problem, right. The problem is you're trying to put me into a box that I never put myself into and then trying to defeat that point. It's kind no, of a willful strama. I'm not trying to put you in a box. I'm just saying this is my gripe with, okay, yeah, I, I'm just, all I'm trying to say is that I think it's important to understand um, the difference between the message and the delivery of something because there are there are specific ways to do a delivery but i, I never failed and to make that distinction no i 
I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I just felt like there was something off about the video. I don't know. I felt as if it was the distinction of saying that, um, with the message, because I do think that, I don't know. It's, it's one of, it's, it's just one of these things where it's understanding had it been, had it been, uh, Obama had the depiction of Caesar been, uh, Obama lookalike instead of a Trump lookalike. Um, and somebody had gone up and done that. The, the mainstream media wouldn't have, I don't think they would have, you guys probably would have, but the mainstream media wouldn't have said like, Oh, this was just, this was just them saying, um, you know, this is terrible what they're doing and stuff like that. So I think it's, for me, it's just, I feel like understanding that the message and the delivery are separate on occasions is an important distinction. Well, they're they're always separate. I mean, when we think about the the standards of the First Amendment, it's always supposed to be content neutral restrictions. It's time, place, and manner restrictions. The government can't make restrictions on the content of what you say, only de the delivery. That's why you can have kind of neighborhood ordinances about when you can make noise or not. That's why you, you may not be able to give a public speech in a park at midnight because the park closes at midnight, but you still have a free speech right to go in there uh, at the time of day when the public park is open. I, I don't, I, I'm not going to agree with you that I didn't make a sufficient distinction on that end because I said multiple times, Laura and all of you are entitled to your disagreement with this play and you're entitled to, to express that disagreement in ways X, Y, and Z, but you are not entitled to someone else's stage. And that's a clear distinction between the delivery and the message. So yeah. I'm, I'm not going to concede that point. Okay. Um, yeah, I I might have just misinterpreted it, and that's felt very because I do feel strongly like it's about the whole play thing. Like it's not appropriate for that because there could be with the left, it tends they tend to be more violent. I mean, just look at the um, the Alexandria shooting, and I know she says you disagree with um, her saying you know look at the guy with Alexandria. He didn't do it because of that, but he did it because of what people were saying online and stuff like that. We don't know uh, like. What? How do you know that? Because of, um, if you look at, again, with we were talking about this last week, he was making all these posts, and just think of, uh, Crowder said this, I think it was earlier this week, saying if, had Obama um, had the narrative on the right been that Obama was secretly a Kenyan-born Muslim, Kenyan Muslim non-American who was imprisoning and killing Christians, people would have taken up guns against that. And the meat, the narrative on the left is much of the same. It's Trump is a racist. He's a bigot. He's a misogynist. He's going to take everything back to where the blacks are enslaved. Mexicans are kicked out. The gays are being, you know, uh, threatened and whatnot and stuff like that. So I do think it's important to understand that when it comes, when the threat of violence does come or is, able to be linked um it is important to understand that sometimes speech does and i'm i don't know i'm i'm trying to rectify this in my mind because i do agree with what she said but i disagree with the, the message that or the way she put that message out um and it's just it's playing mind games with me essentially so i just sure. wanted to come on and just say that i don't everything else i totally agreed with and i may have just not picked up on the distinction that you said, because I do remember you saying 
you know, she has every right to say this, um, but it wasn't the right, it wasn't the right way to do it. Um, and that's my only gripe. Yeah. But we, we actually agree on that point. I mean, that's, I that's what it's, I'm saying. I, yeah, I, it's, it's just, I'm just trying to rectify this all in my mind and it's not really like, I feel like when I'm thinking about it, I'm actually going against like the free speech is absolute thing. But at the same time, it's like, well, it, it's this, this was technically speaking free speech. It's just the delivery of it did not confine to it. And no, this, this was not technically speaking us. free speech. There's nothing technically speaking that was free speech about this at all. But the, mes- the message, it's the delivery was not the, that's, that's what, this is what I'm trying to say. Cause the message of it, her just saying like, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. People can be killed because of this was free speech. But then the way she chose to do it makes it not free speech. And yet it's still, I still consider it to be free speech. And yet I still consider the, I don't know. It's I'm I'm basically painting myself into a box, and I don't like it because I'm trying to rectify <laughs> all of well, it. Well, that's that's how we refine our that's how we refine our ideas and refine our positions. Yeah. So there's no problem with that. Yeah. Because um, I know. But anyway, I didn't ex- we'll have I to didn't ex- we'll have to wind it down. But yeah. um, you know, I, I appreciate I the thoughts and I appreciate it because I knew I didn't explain it well enough in my email. I knew you would harp on me, and I'd have to come back next. Did you send? I don't know if I time. saw it. Did you send it the podcast email? I sent it to Beauty in the Beta. Yeah, so blonde. Ones, that's, crap. that's my bad. Yeah. Yeah. So if if it was there, I didn't know if it had gone in or not or whatnot. So I just wanted to come on and just put that out there because I knew people were. I agree. Everybody was agreeing with it. I agreed with it in that extent. But my only gripe was you saying they're mutually exclusive. At yeah, but the they are. Beginning. I mean, they they are. Yeah, but, but no, we agree that they are in the way that I'm saying they are. Yeah, I think I'm hangry. And if we don't end this call right now, I'm yeah. going to go to Bozeman and I'm going to kill you, Matt. Yeah, we got to We got to cut it. We got to cut it. OK, off, cut I it think it, it was just sort of the way that. OK, and you know, what? no, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, like, I think it would have been a better idea to say at the very end, like these things are mutually exclusive. You can't like just put all the you, information out. Of you can if you want to phrase things the way you want to, you're more than entitled to use your free speech to make your videos and phrase them in exactly the way that yeah, you want. That's why I didn't want that's to say That's the beauty it. of the system. Thanks, man. Have a good yeah. night. We have a ton of super chats. Okay. And another $100 from BB. Holy cow. Know, Is that the right? same person twice? Yeah. Yeah, and Jeez, said, man. "Oh my god, Matt, go." Thank you so much. $200. That's amazing. Jeez. Um then we got, let's see, $5 from Boom Baby. I've paid, I've paid escorts less than $200 for a fun evening. Fuck you, blonde. Here's $5. <laughs> oh, Brandon Levins, $10. Matt is right, but I want to know your thoughts on the interruption as civil disobedience. Breaking uh, rule to make a point. Hypocrisy yeah. of security response. Not saying it was their intent, just thought. I brought this up on Twitter to somebody, and civil disobedience is um, it's an act to protest a law like the the unfair enforcement of a law yeah, that's the and problem. so i'm not really sure if this is an act of civil dis- disobedience per se at least not by the tactical definition yeah john nolte um who is you know he's a colleague of bench peers at the daily wire and they're on the opposite sides of this <clears throat> and he compared jack and <laughs> and uh, laura to rosa parks because of their civil that's disobedience fucking insane and it's okay. like okay laura <sighs> laura uh, rosa parks had a an unjust law, an unjust legal system against which to protest. Right. These people are just protesting an artistic expression they don't like. It's not right. 
that that's those aren't equivalent in the structure of oppression. It was if you want so to call dumb. It you know, I'm a little bit tribalistic when it comes to like loyalty to our side, but then they do shit like this, and I'm like. Pfft. You're on your own. Fuck you. Yeah, well, Nolte, pers- to be honest, Nolte drives me nuts, but I like the interaction between him and Shapiro. And I like it because he offers that other side. Um, but do I... Uh, if they would have said... That if if Laura and Jack would have said, this is civil disobedience, uh, and we admit to the laws that we have broken in pursuit of what we believe to be a higher justice, I would have more respect for it. I would say that because, but now they're saying they're, that's they're just saying vigilante it's, virtue signaling sure, masturbatory but nonsense, but it's better than what she's saying, which is this is free speech. Free me. No, you committed a crime and you should be held accountable. So I don't like they should, they should go with that. That's what I'm saying. Okay, then we have Patrick Harrington, $2. Thank you very much. Blake McDowell, $2. I had to catalog my tattoos in the Montana NG2. Hmm. Um, wow, I did not know that you people had to. Do, you guys had to do that. Maybe they want to see if you get any new tattoos while you're... I don't know. Yeah. Aaron McAndrew, $5. Death of Caesar was the real tragedy. Sad leftist producers wanted to kill Trump for shock value, but didn't grasp the theme of the play itself. Sad. And that's Maybe. also that's also have, true. They didn't seem to grasp the theme the theme of the play I, and, I really and like the would, way they wanted to depict the assassination. I'd really have to see the play to be honest, because they said they only changed one line. If they only changed one line, I don't know how you change what his assassination means. Yeah, because it's, it's yeah. not a great thing. It's actually a terrible thing. Uh, Dave S two dollars. I've never seen you this happy before, blonde. I was totally having my like sit back and eat some popcorn. Yeah, that was your River Gibbs. That was my, yeah. my River Gibbs. No, moment. not to compare Chris to River Gibbs. That's wildly unfair. I should say only oh, yeah, comparable. Sorry. Only in, comparable in, way, in that response, you yeah. got to sit back and enjoy. Yes. Well, not for those of you that don't, I I know the things we've been working together long enough. I know the things that are gonna like really annoy. Mad yeah. and and I love watching him get frustrated. It's hilarious because I can see him like all energized, like ready to debate. And so and so I sometimes I just like to watch. No, that sounded really a, creepy. No, no. And I look at it. It, uh, it it's not easy to call into someone else's show and try to tell yeah. them the wrong. That's yeah, not easy. Yeah. So credit credit where credit is That's due. That's true. That's true. And to the point to your point on pushing buttons, people know this. This is out there. You really want to push my buttons? Tell me how to make my stuff. Now you can say I'm wrong. You can say you can say I'm wrong. Of course. And you can cr- criticize the reasoning, of course, but don't tell me how to word things. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to go too far because uh, that I don't want to be harsh on Chris. I, I don't. Um, but you know, people will say, "Do do this or do that with your show." No, your show. <laughs> yeah, and you do that. It's his number show. one frustration. Suggestions <laughs> in our inbox. <laughs> no, actually, I like I like friendly suggestions, and oftentimes like they're what very Stan helpful. Did. That was really yes, helpful. like what Stan did. When people tell you to do things that are simply matters of taste, that yeah. irritates me. Yeah, yeah. People are always like, don't script your videos. I'm like, okay, I'll just uh, know all of these facts and everything precisely how I want to say it without yeah. scripting it. Like my balls. Um, Brandon, <laughs> $5. Thank you for your thoughts. Totally agree. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank Adam you. Warden, $5. Quote something off and quote, not an argument. That's true. That's true. He was like, there's something off about your video something off about it not an argument is it well it's it's look i will say it is tough do would i take someone's video that i disagree with um i don't know i mean i could name a bunch of people that i disagree with on this laura loomer thing yeah and people like, that i that i really respect <laughs> i mean i guess i can name drop like I've, I've seen gavin putting a bunch of stuff out in support of loomer would i would i want to go on gavin and tell him he's wrong 
It yeah, would, it would be intimidating. That, he, that he's would compromised because in- he's employed by the rebel. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying any anybody else's platform where they're firmly on the other side of something, it takes courage to go in there and do it. It's not it's not easy. Yeah. Uh, so I understand why, you know, that's that's tough to do. Uh, Stan two dollars. Matt has a Matt or blonde has a Matt rage boner. <laughs> Jason Fry two dollars. My two dollars looks stupid now. I think he means in comparison to um the two hundred dollars that we got from BP. But we, we <laughs> love your two dollars, Jay Fry. We love you, Jay Fry. And then last one, um, geolosifizer. Geo geolosifizer. That sounds, sounds right. like a some kind of form of the word philosophizer or something philosopher it'd be philosopher not philosophizer political compass test if so where do you fall i fall slightly on the right authoritarian spectrum actually less i should take it again last time i took it i was um last time i took it i was still in the libertarian left quadrant the opposite quadrant from you um so i should i i would guess if i were to guess if i were to retake it i'd probably be a little bit more right on the on the economic scale still still firmly in the libertarian lower half but and uh, i think I should, i'm probably just you know it just comes up fascist close to hitler yeah <laughs> okay and so that, we're good on that's everything we're, we're okay well apparently apparently i can't watch the clock because the bad news is we do have a few of those questions to get through really quick <laughs> we already covered with steven so we're okay. good there um jack listener jack ice and fire you'll hear from him he was the guy who gave us the shout out on um the former r.i.p to the uh he will not divide us stream that was jack uh with tranny wise the oh, clown yeah, yeah, remember him yeah. uh ask for a boneless pineapple pizza i don't really so it's a pineapple pizza joke there's some internet meme video of some guy calling to get boneless pizza I'm not. I'm too old for these high level memes, you guys. Something about boneless pizza you can YouTube. No, we're turning thirty this year. Stop memeing yeah. us so hard, jeez. Okay, another question from Jordan about the Second Civil War. I see the phrase Second Civil War" being thrown a lot on social media, thrown around a lot on social media, especially within the right leaning conservative libertarian alternative news circles. There's a growing fear or sentiment that the constant ramping up of incendiary political rhetoric by the regressive left, mainstream Democrats, and Hollywood celebrities will eventually reach a tipping point and drive people to commit acts of political violence and terrorism. Arguably, what we're kind of seeing now. Uh, Sticks and Hammer. Uh, Sticks said, uh, "Comment." Sticks and Hammer. Sticks. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I just that's why I need to just go with sticks. Sticks. Sticks commented on this shortly after the shooting and said that when news pundits and leftist outlets like uh, being liberal or salon say Trump is Hitler, Republicans are Nazis, America is heading to fascism, shootings like this are the result. I'm inclined to agree, but I wonder uh, where your stance on this is. Are we heading towards a second civil war? If we are, how close are we to it? And what will be the spark that sets off the powder keg? This gets at the heart. We kind of talked about the second civil war thing, so I don't want to we get did. into that. But I, but I would want to address his the part of his question here. I mean, about, we talked about this so much on Sunday, but like, yeah. th- there absolutely is truth um, to this belief that the left is indoctrinating is indoctrinating people. I mean, I, I can't say that that's not true. Am I gonna Am I gonna say that they are directly re- responsible for the resulting violence? I can't say that. I mean, and I, uh, you know, if you look at our media outlets, um, it's more subtle. They're not. It's not like a call for violence outright. Maybe like Keith Overman or whatever. No, he actually hasn't. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Keith, but, but Keith I, I haven't heard hasn't any yet. leftist Just media treason. outlets. Just treason. Not yeah, violence. Yeah. Any leftist media outlets outright saying it's more subtle it's more like undermining 
the position of the potential perpetrator. Like yeah. you're disenfranchised because of these people and like firing them up. And I can't act like that's irrelevant, but am I going to say that they're directly responsible? Uh, yeah. No, I, yeah. I can't say that either. Is it direct in the incitement sense? No, but I, I, I get, this is rehashing what we talked about on Sunday. I can't deny that if you create an attitude such that people believe that Trump and Republicans are literal Nazis, right? that you have delegitimized them to the point, again, this gets at the heart of equating words and violence. That's that's why Richard Spencer was punched, that his words are actual violence, violence or his words right. create space for genocide and therefore it's justifiable to punch him. When, you th when you've created a circumstance in which your opposition is this fundamentally evil thing, like existentially evil, awful thing, that does create a justify a justification for violence mm -hmm. that wouldn't have previously existed. That's that's right. about as far as I'd go on that. Yeah. But that being said, unless we have objective standards for what is violence, people will just keep redefining violence yeah. so much so that speech is considered violence in the case of Richard Spencer. So yeah. we have to adhere to these objective standards lest we we become, you know, are yeah. um, our worst yeah, enemies exactly and that that's why it's such that's why to me it's such it's so morally critical to maintain that distinction between words and violence because if they're the same thing all of a sudden people are talking and everyone's punching and it's all justifiable he talks about what do you what the what do you think the spark would be the only thing i worry about is as as antifa and the rest of these people get pushier and pushier it's only a matter of time till someone gets shot legitimately or otherwise and as soon as people are actually dying I mean, we've seen serious injury as a result of Antifa, but any further, people are actually going to be dying. And once that yeah. starts. And I mean, I just don't think that Antifa or the left, that they have the organization or the will or the skill set. Um, you know, they're not going to be able to like firearms train themselves like they, they just don't have what it takes to form militias and stuff. And so I just don't really yeah. see the civil war happening with like Antifa. It's filled with 18 year old like type jean wearing little guys nothing's yeah. gonna happen all right one more this is from dave matthews bro hey skag hey blonde along uh, with this morning's news alexandria so this was from last week i noticed an unusual increase in reporting of gun violence today from my no local <laughs> yeah. news app alone i've gotten alerts about four other shootings none related to each other and particularly unremarkable my question is two part is a two-part conditional very fancy have you experienced similar reporting today? One, if so, do you think it's legitimate reporting or is it possible they're emphasizing these stories more than usual to serve some sort of agenda? Two, if not, do you think it's possible that my local news is pushing these stories simply because it's my state's, if my, oh, it's my state's congressman oh, I see. shot. So he's from Louisiana. No, we I'm talked just, about this on Sunday too, but but there was an element of blaming this on on guns. I mean, I don't remember the source that we used on Sunday. Do you remember what it uh, was? Well, there was Terry McAuliffe, the Virginia governor. Oh. 93 million Americans uh. dead a day. Yeah, uh, which was frustrating because as far as I know, we still don't understand the circumstances of how he acquired the gun or maybe I'm behind on the news that that might be established. Uh, but again, this strikes me as the type of guy who would achieve. He might have been more successful with a knife. This would be the one example of a guy who probably <laughs> would have done better with a knife Just than with a gun. Failing dismally. With his accuracy, we might be yeah, we might be thankful that he had a gun. That was the blessing of the day. Um, no, I can't say that I've seen like more gun violence reporting. I've seen politicians talking about it, but I don't. I don't. 
it's just experience, personal experience anecdote, but I don't think I've seen more media coverage of gun issues or gun violence. Have you? It's hard to tell. I mean, I can't quantify that because I just read aggregates all day. And so yeah. I, I don't, I don't really know. I would notice a trend, but I would say, yeah, I mean that there has been some kind of push to blame this on gun violence, but they have a better scapegoat, which is that the right. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Where the, I thi- the thing that about gun violence that really pissed me off last week was when I was reading that Washington Post story about Orlando and they lumped in Omar Mateen as gun violence with Philando Castile and uh, Alton Sterling, the, okay. the police shootings, the Black Lives Matter police shootings. The, the, these cities were all, uh, you know, harmed by gun violence. Yep. That's what Orlando was. Just gun violence. <laughs> okay. We're way past time. I appreciate that. Uh, your patience. I know you're trying to get out. <laughs> yeah. I need to eat dinner too. So, and I appreciate the caller patience too. Appreciate uh, everyone in the chat and uh, putting up with the technical difficulties. Are we good with super chat before we get out of here? Uh, we got a few. Uh, okay. Dave S $2. There are 320 million people and 3000 Antifa war. Not I agree. And then Patrick <laughs> Harrington gave us another $2 and then we're Thank out of speed. All right. Appreciate it guys. Um, as I said, do check out Blonde on Stefan Molyneux if you want some additional listening material. It's right there on the audio platforms. If you're listening to this on your podcast audio platforms, check that out. Uh, Sunday, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Try to get a guest, too. We'll see what happens. I don't have a plan yet. Uh, there's probably a million news items that are going to break between now and then. Anyway, yeah, so. we'll see. We don't even know. Really. We'll see. I got a couple cringe surprises for you, though. Ooh, yeah. I look forward to it. Yeah, those should be fun. We'll catch you then. <laughs> If my internet holds up, who knows? Show might be canceled. (laughs) See you then. Bye, guys.